Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 144 of the Sober Girls Guide podcast. On today's episode, I am so proud to have back yet again, by popular demand, Amber, the Sober Nutrition Coach. Now, her first episode that we did got rave reviews, and you guys wanted more and more. So guess what? We delivered. This episode is mind-blowing. Amber breaks down from sugar cravings to supplement recommendations and how to go about finding what is right for your body. This is such an educational, informative episode. I'm so excited for you to listen to it. So let's get into it. No booze November, don't drink December, and dry January. Whatever month it is, whatever time of year, it is always a good time to reevaluate your relationship with alcohol. Take the 30 days to gain booze-free challenge and see what you have to gain by putting down the bottle and going booze-free. With daily emails and two daily worksheets to keep you educated, inspired, and motivated along your 30 days, you will have the accountability to reach your goal. Visit asobergirlsguide.com and sign up today. Amber, I'm so excited to have you back. Our last chat was not long enough. Like I feel... We just scraped the surface on nutrition and health and how we should be uh, taking care of our bodies. So I'm so excited to have you back and to continue this conversation. I am so happy to be back. And I'm so glad that you reached out to me because it was something that I was already thinking about and wanting to contact you too, because I feel like I could even start a whole podcast on everything because there's just so much to discuss in the realm of sober nutrition. So I'm really Definitely. happy to be back. Definitely. I mean, not only like the nutrition aspect, but I love how you have really focused and helped people in recovery and who have gotten sober or who 
who are, you know, in the process of getting sober because mm-hmm. our needs are so different. And I th- we're going to jump mm-hmm. into, you know, what those differences are and how alcohol and whatever else we've been putting into our bodies <laughs> has, <laughs> has been affecting us. Right. And it really mm-hmm. does take a toll on like on your body. Um, yep. First and foremost, I know we talked about this in our, in our last conversation, but I just kind of want to um, just kind of re recap um, sugar. This is like, the ultimate demon after alcohol. <laughs> uh, for me, I am definitely a little sugar Christmas elf. Um, why? Why does this happen? Why yep. are we like just little sugar addicts, like little fiends? Can you explain that? So, yeah, it is really common for those with alcohol use disorder to transfer their addiction to sugar. Um, because it essentially, without getting too into the the weeds of the scientific information, but it's trying to replace what you had been given it for so long. Not to say necessarily that um, sugar from alcohol, but what it does to your blood sugar levels. So when you drink alcohol, oh. it spikes. Yeah, it spikes your blood sugar levels, but then it soon quickly drops that drops your blood sugar levels back down. And when your blood sugar levels drop, that's when your body sends those signals of those cravings, because it's saying, okay, Mm. we need to level this back out again. And then that's what starts that kind of vicious cycle of going in a circle of continually craving it. So until you can get your blood sugar levels balanced, you're going to kind of keep going on that hamster wheel of those cravings. Whoa. And okay. And sugar also gives you releases that same feel good hormone that dopamine. Mm-hmm. Alcohol does the same thing. And so it's also feeding into that and replacing that what your body has gotten so used to having and getting on a regular basis from alcohol. And now you've stopped giving it that it's mm-hmm. going to go to the next thing that it knows that it's hardwired to know. Yeah, that the quickest way that it's going to be able to get that and it's from sugar or coffee, caffeine, which that's another kind of hot topic too, where, yeah, you know, I know a lot of us in recovery love our coffee and that's one of the reasons why as well. So it actually would prove beneficial to cut sugar and caffeine in early recovery until you can stabilize your blood sugar levels. Mm. And then it's okay, you know, to, to have it every now and then, but again, yeah. it's, if you get carried away with it, you're going to start that cycle all over again. Interesting. Okay. So I didn't, I actually didn't realize that because, you know, most people are like, oh, just cut out sugar, like completely, like get rid of it, which seems to me terrifying. Yeah. I oh, think yeah. It, it's harder. It's harder for me to give up sugar than alcohol. Mm-hmm. I've had so many people tell me that. Yeah. So Jessica, this was something else, a perfect way for me to segue to tell you since our last interview, I talked about and shared that I was going to be creating a sober, um, or I'm sorry, a sugar detox course. Yes. And I am happy to say I finally launched it. It's yes. Free and, <laughs> yeah. and so, so many people have been commenting on there. I've been sober for X amount of months or X amount of days, yeah. but giving up sugar has been harder for me than quitting alcohol. It is so common. And within my sugar detox course, I teach about why that is, how um, alcohol has affected your body, and then how sugar acts in that same way. And 
through this sugar detox course, it's over 14 days and it's a gradual detox. It's not anything Mm. crazy like jumping, diving in, like you're saying, and completely cutting sugar out and doing this elimination diet right from the get-go. It's not like that. It's a gradual, um, every day, giving you action steps and educational learning to help you slowly remove sugar from your life so that you can be successful and eliminate it once and for all. Whoa. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. This this sounds like something I can do because to go go like cold turkey, mm-hmm. it would be really like a like not only would my body not like it, but I think mentally, um, that's that's my treat. Like that's my reward. Yeah. You know. Well, and I think that we have to be careful too with when it comes to anything to do with food, mm-hmm. um, and the way our relationship is around food. Uh, it should be healthy. It shouldn't be something that's scary or that you have to obsess about because when you then turn into it, when it, when it goes into that direction, mm-hmm. then it can lead more into other serious problems like eating disorders or disordered okay. eating um, problems. And so I very much in what I teach, I believe in everybody is unique. Everybody is bio-individuals. And what works for one person may not work for another, but here's a guide of where you can start and slowly help you learn more about nutrition and the things that you can try. You know, Mm. it's more about crowding out what's bad for you and introducing everything that's good as opposed to focusing on like, I can't have this, I can't have that, I can't have X, Y, and Z. Then you're in that that horrible mental space where you are going to just fail because it's overwhelming. Totally. And that's why, that's what I love about you. And I was drawn, you know, to your way of thinking, you know, you're not, you're not like, you're not in, uh, making people come from a place of lack. If anything, you're, you're kind of flipping the switch and being like, okay, well, instead of having this, have this, like try this. And then you're also yeah. backing up like the knowledge behind why something is good and, and different and beneficial to you. Which I really you. Yes, I am so huge on understanding why things are the way they are. Mm. For me, that's what has helped me the most in my sobriety and getting and staying sober is reading everything I can about, you know, on quit literature on alcohol and what it's done to my body, how it's affecting my body. And then the same with food. I want to know like what foods are affecting me and what, what way. So you know, for example, actually, the last time we talked, you um, were suggesting putting up more of like a this versus that. And so I've started mm. a series on my Instagram page of saying, like, have this treat as opposed to like Oreos. Yes. <laughs> and then I explain more of why, like, what is in Oreos that's so bad for me? What is it doing? And these yeah. foods and highly refined sugars are what can cause um disorders in our mind, like anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. Totally. Actually, that reminds me of one of my favorite quotes that I actually wrote down here because I wanted to share it with you. Um, Where is it? Let me find it. I want to get it correctly because it is so powerful. Okay, Mm -hmm. here it is. And I share this in my sugar detox course. It's on one of the longer videos that I link in there that you don't have to watch, but it's more of like the scientific studies and research about sugar. 
Yeah. So this doctor says, um, the food you can, the food you eat can be either the safest and most powerful form of medicine or the slowest form of poison. Whoa. Yeah, I know. So let me read that again. So Whoa, I can sink in. Wait. So, yep. The <laughs> food you eat can be either the safest and most powerful form of medicine or the slowest form of poison. Ugh. And the reason, because food is medicine. I mean, that's yeah. what the earth has provided us. Everything that we need can be received from our food. From That's how we get our nutrients. The problem is that nowadays what we live in is highly processed, you know, manufactured foods that unfortunately these companies put a lot of really bad chemicals and ingredients in them that are really, really harmful to our body. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's no coincidence that we, uh, as a society have so many problems in health and wellness, as far as obesity and, you know, sugar addiction and a plethora of other health concerns that we have going on. And a lot of it can be resolved by just eating whole natural organic foods. Yeah. Now, what do you say to to people? Because, you know, sometimes like I, I know I personally fall into this trap where I'm just like, Oh, it's just, it's too expensive. You know, Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) like, Oh, to eat perfectly healthy or like, everything organic. It's, it's too expensive. Yeah. No, again. And I totally get that. I feel like I cut corners or yeah, I don't know. Well, and that's part of the problem too, that the cost of eating healthy and organic is way more expensive than it is to eat out of convenience or, you know, what people, the average person can afford these days, especially during a pandemic, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody's budget has been cut in half. Um, But what I will say to that is, again, it's not like we don't want to get too obsessive and trying to be perfect in everything that we're eating and doing and consuming because it's it's almost impossible. And that's something that you'll learn in my sugar detox course, too, is I help show kind of more of where sugar is hiding. And it's literally pretty much hiding in almost everything. And so it is very difficult to avoid. Mm -hmm. So you just want to do the best you can every day. It's not saying you have to be perfect. Like, yeah, it would be great to live in a perfect world, but we don't. And we're all human. And there's nothing wrong with that. Would that perfect world be boring, though? Like, when you actually think about it, like, what the hell? Like, everyone would end up, like, kind of looking the same, doing the same Mm -hmm. things, talking the same way. Yeah. And there'd be nothing to learn. Yes. (laughs) For me, I'm, like, such a learning nerd. I just am constantly wanting to learn. (laughs) Yes, totally. I love that. Well, yeah. So, and that's the thing too, like you don't want to be so restrictive on yourself because that's not good for your mental health. It can be more damaging trying to control yourself from having that piece of chocolate cake or having that plate of pasta or whatever the comfort food is. Mm -hmm. It can be more damaging trying to control yourself from having that than allowing yourself saying, I deserve this. I do good a majority of the time I deserve to have this. It's going to make me feel good. It's worth, you know, the benefit of just having it this one time. It's, it's about moderation and not going overboard. Yes, totally. You know, it's when we're consuming these highly refined foods or fast food or heavily sugared foods every day, all day that it becomes 
a problem mm-hmm. and an issue, but yeah. doing it with, I like to think of the 80, um, the 80, hundred rule where 80% of the time you're eating healthy and clean, whole organic foods. And then 20% of the time, you know, you can indulge. Yeah, definitely. But mm-hmm. I've also noticed like even just being mindful and aware of like what I, my definition of treats are now, or like (laughs) cheat meals or like, you know, those satisfying meals, like uh, straight up, it used to be, um, uh, you know, like, um, chocolate soft, soft serve ice cream from Wendy's. Uh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. like the frosties and the and fries like dipping your fries and oh yeah that, like yeah. oh <laughs> that's your oh, oh. yeah yes obsessed but then I'd like I'd, I'd eat it right and it would be so great in the moment and then I'd be like oh mm-hmm. feel you'll feel it horrible yeah. and then I would kind of like be like dude like why did you need to do that like did you need to like just have the whole thing like could you not just like <laughs> chill you know like <laughs> you didn't feel good halfway through, like, come on, what are we doing here? Yeah. And again, it's like you said, it's being mindful and weighing out those consequences, the pros and cons. And sometimes there might be cases where it's like, yeah, that was fucking worth it. That bowl of cereal or ice cream was worth it. (laughs) Oh, always almost. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Almost. (laughs) Always almost in my book. (laughs) Definitely. So I wanted to talk, you know, we kind of, we, you touched on the science of sugar. I wanted to just back it up a little bit and, and talk about like, if you could kind of help me define the roles of like a nutritionist versus a nutrition coach. So Mm -hmm. what is, what does that look like? And how do you like help your clients? How do you guide your clients? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that that's something very important for um, people to understand. Um, It's, I know, and I get it a lot too, because people um, will automatically, they'll hear hear nutrition coach and automatically just say, oh yeah, you're a nutritionist, but there Mm -hmm. is a difference. Um, Those that are nutritionists, they go to college and get a degree. They study more of the human anatomy, more of the science behind, um, foods in our body and things like that. Whereas uh, health and nutrition coaches, we still understand a lot of that, but we are more here to serve as your guide and to help Mm. direct you in um, different areas that you may not have been aware of to connect you with different things that you could try and implement into your life um, that you wouldn't ordinarily be aware of. Okay. So, you know, I always like to add that to, to let people know when I am giving suggestions, this is based on my education that I've received through the Integrative Institute of um, Nutrition in New York and based on my extensive research and studies on nutrition for recovery specifically, Okay. but it should never super exceed what your doctor is telling you. Right. That is always, you know, you are, you can always take things that you are, um, information that you're getting from your health and nutrition coach, and you can always ask your doctor about it. And we're actually here to serve and partner with your doctors too, because that's Mm -hmm. the thing. Doctors are very busy and they don't always have time to follow up with every single one of their patients and help tell them more holistic ways that they can help heal their bodies. They don't have time to do that, unfortunately, because like we discussed so much of America and our world is sick 
Yes. So there, it's actually becoming a lot more common now where physician offices actually have health and nutrition coaches working with them in their office for their patients. So we can work together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Cause whenever like I just go to the doctor, they're just like, Oh, you know what? Just take a pill or Mm -hmm. it's stress. It's, it's so frustrating when you don't feel heard or not maybe like not, not believed or like, it, it just feels very dismissive. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, something's kind of off, like maybe you're like bloated or like you, you can't really like explain it. And they're just like, oh, you probably just eat too, too fast. Yeah. And that's exactly the problem because when it's such a um, broad symptom, like you just express mm-hmm. like bloating, that can be caused by so many different things. It, that, right. And that's something that I get into um, another course I'm creating, my sober nutrition course. I talk about primary foods and primary foods are the other areas in your life that affect your health. So like oh. your career, your financial situation, your relationships, your home environment. There's 12 different quadrants that I go into about primary food. Mm-hmm. and something as simple as your stress could be causing your bloating, but see a doctor, they have all these patients that they have to rotate and get through their day. So they don't have the time to sit and work with you one-on-one to help determine where this could be coming from. So unfortunately, yeah, they will quickly say, well, well, I can give you this pill or, you know, why don't you try and change this? And I've gone, Jessica, I experienced this on a very personal level because I also struggle with Hashimoto's disease, which affects your thyroid. Yes. It is awful. And I wouldn't wish it upon anybody. I went um, undiagnosed suffering with this for a decade and my drinking made it obviously like a thousand times worse. For sure. Um, And I'm still working on repairing my body from all the damage that I've done in combination with my drinking and then just totally wreaking havoc on my thyroid. And I'm still learning about it because it's a very complex disease, but I understand the frustration because for once I was finally diagnosed for several years, it was like constant doctor's appointments and being poked and prodded all the Mm -hmm. time, trying to figure out what the hell was wrong with me Mm -hmm. and never, like you said, never feeling heard. Mm -hmm. And that's when I actually finally went to a holistic practitioner and started working with them one-on-one. And that's when I started getting results and started finding alternative ways of dealing with my Hashimoto's and getting to the root cause to heal it and not just put a bandaid over it and, you know, take medications for it. Like that has always been an issue. I'm like, I don't want to take medicine. I want to like actually heal. Yeah. This isn't normal. You should be able to heal it. Yeah. And I think, don't you think that so many kind of ailments in our society can be healed by food? Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's actually Mm -hmm. another one of my favorite quotes from the, my favorite um, recovery nutrition book that I read all the time. Mm. And they say the authors of it, they're a pair of doctors. I don't know their names off the top of my head, but they say recovery truly does not begin until our body is also in recovery mm. and disorders of our bodies are reflected in our moods, feelings, and thought processes. So any disorders you have going on, yep, you're going to feel, you're going to get those symptoms like anxiety, depression, 
weight gain or loss, the bloating, the chronic fatigue, you know, all of these things are a reflection of what's going on inside of us. And it, it, nine times out of 10, when you trace the trace that back to the root, it boils down to what you're eating. Mm. I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com ASGG. Definitely. I, I can't agree with that more. I like, Mm -hmm. you know, even when, when, um, when I got sober, I didn't realize because obviously I didn't really care about my health (laughs) Um, (laughs) or, you know, things were definitely just muddy. Um, But after I got sober, I had a panic attack that lasted Mm. almost three days. So I went to, yeah, it was, I've never had that before. Like it I, you know, you know, when you try and work yourself out of it, like mentally, but like your body physically is in a panic yeah, yeah. attack, like it's completely mm-hmm. out of your control. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I went for runs, I tried to breathe, <laughs> you know, whatever. Oh, once uh, you're in it, once your mind goes and you get stuck in those ruminating thoughts, it is almost impossible to get out of that. And that's why they say to practice mindfulness when you're feeling okay. So that when you do get into those states of panic, you can access that, what those techniques that you've already taught yourself. But if you're in the midst of it and people are like, do some meditation, you're like, go F yourself. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Oh, that's exactly how I felt. So I ended up going, I ended up going to like a walk-in clinic because I literally felt like I was trapped in my own body Mm -hmm. and I did a blood test and it comes back. I was severely severely anemic Mm -hmm. and my body was just like so freaking out out, not regulated just like 
<sighs> like trying to get my attention, right? Like, yep. girl, do something about this. It's, that is awful. I just, I can only imagine because I suffered and struggled with severe anxiety myself and having those anxiety or panic attacks. And when they come on, I can't imagine it lasting for three days. Like oh, that yeah. just, I'm so sorry you had yeah. to experience that. Yeah. But it, it, I, if I didn't experience that, like I would never have known that mm. I, like I was just anemic. Yeah. You know, and See, it also and cured so many other things. Yes, I know. One little thing can cause a a whole long list of mood, energy, like uh, even Mm -hmm. like I know I look really pale right now, but um, even (laughs) like the color, yeah, the color of my skin. Like when I when I keep up and and take my iron like regularly, it's like I'm a different person. Uh huh. Oh yeah, I know. Wild. And that's actually a big, um, iron is iron deficiency is really common with those who have alcohol use disorder and having a lot of nutritional deficiencies is very common for us because well, one alcohol prevents you from being able to get the nutrients you need, but two, our eating habits are very poor. I mean, I'm sure you can recall back. Yeah. When you were drinking, you one there, there's several different things. One, you weren't eating because mm-hmm. you were replacing your meals with alcohol or two, when you would finally eat, you would go and get grease food and fast food or things that are going to fill up your stomach and that provide no nutritional zero. Um, yeah, nothing big. Like provide a trash you- panda, like just mm-hmm. total trash panda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's why like, it is so, so important wow. that when you are in early recovery, that you implement nutrition into your recovery plan, because, you know, I like to tell the, um, give the example of a tripod. Mm. That's how we are, our mind, body, and spirit. And if one of those legs of the tripod isn't in place, the whole thing's going to fall over. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, in recovery, i feel like, and I see a lot of us do a ton of work on the mind and spirit, which is great because that is so important too. But if you're not also addressing that third tripod of your body and your nutrition, you're never going to fully recover. You're you're going to continue to struggle and still not feel well. You know, so many people um, talk about the pink cloud or posting um, their before and after pictures and which I have to, I've shared my before and after pictures. Yeah. Um, but I know a lot of people early in recovery get frustrated because they're like, well, why am I not seeing this? Why am I not feeling better? I'm still struggling. I'm still feeling like crap. What was the point of quitting? If this is, I'm going to continue to feel this way. Totally. And it's because well, yeah, it's because we're not addressing that third element of our body in nutrition in healing what we've damaged our body with alcohol. Yeah, definitely. Or how, how we've damaged our body through alcohol use. Yes, that is so, so important and such a great, you know, aspect how to look at that, like a, like a tripod. It's, it's mm-hmm. totally makes sense. Um, so I have uh, a couple of questions. Um, okay. First, I want to talk about supplements for people in recovery. What yes, do you suggest and how do you even start to navigate that or understand what, 
you need or should have? This is huge. And it's one of the most popular questions I get asked all the time is what nutritional supplements can I take in recovery to help heal my body or make me feel better? And Mm -hmm. I think it's because of kind of how our society we've become programmed to want that quick fix and want that pill that's just going to magically make us feel better. And unfortunately, it's just it's not that simple. And before I give recommendations of some supplements that you can take, Um, I first want to explain how our body gets the nutrients it needs to begin with. And that's through three steps, digestion, absorption, and utilization. And alcohol interferes with every single one of those. Mm -hmm. So first up, alcohol prevents our body from being able to produce enough digestive enzymes. And that starts in our mouth, right? When we're eating, we put food in our mouth and we're chewing it. And as we're chewing it, our mouth secretes digestive enzymes to help break that food down into smaller components, which then it travels down into our stomachs where there's even stronger digestive enzymes to break it down even smaller so that it can then be transported into our blood cells and throughout our body for utilization. So alcohol is one, preventing your body from producing enough digestive enzymes to even start the process of how we get our nutrients. Then mm -hmm, alcohol then impairs the absorption of the nutrients by damaging the cells linings of our stomach and intestines, which then disables the body from being able to transport the nutrients throughout our body for utilization. So this is why we are so extremely malnourished in early recovery. When we, when you are drinking regularly or heavily um, or daily, you are continually preventing your body from being able to do each one of these steps to get the nutrients it needs. It's not to say that it's not getting any because you wouldn't be able to live without it. (laughs) You're still getting it some, but you're getting very minimal. You're getting like just enough to keep moving every day. And that's why too, when you are actively drinking, most of the time, once you get that far into your addiction, you feel like shit every single day. Yes. This is why you're not getting the nutrients for your body to feel healthy. Yeah. Not only are you hungover, you're literally not like you're malnourished. (laughs) Yes. You're totally like, uh, what's the word? I just totally blew out of my mind. You're suffocating or depleting your body of what it needs to survive. Mm-hmm. And so this is why it's so important that in order to help heal, repair and restore our bodies, we need to start giving it the nutrients it needs. And you can do that by eating whole natural organic foods. Um, and again, download my 10 step guide to sober nutrition, it'll give the top 10 tips of what you can do to start healing your body and letting it repair those damages, because over time, it will get better. Yeah. Um, So until we heal our body, taking supplements really won't be any more effective than just the food you're eating, because you're unable to digest it, absorb it and utilize it. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay, so however, that's not to say that supplements can't help at all, they can definitely provide some um, support in your recovery while you are trying to heal. The the important part, though, Jessica, is that you... (laughs) A lot of people will continue their eating habits of eating um, packaged foods or highly processed foods or fast food or eating out 
if you continue to do that and you're taking supplements, you're really just like, you're not getting anywhere. You're just kind of stuck on that treadmill. (laughs) You're not not moving forward, but you're not really going backwards. So it's like, you also have to implement these other things that are going to help heal your body. So eating anti, a lot of antioxidants, drinking a lot of water, exercising, eating whole natural, um, foods like fruits and vegetables and whole grains. Like these are the things that are going to give you a lot of nutrients and that's going to help speed up your recovery process and help heal your intestines, the stomach, help your body be able to produce more digestive enzymes. And then, so then adding the supplements on top of that, it will give that additional little bit of boost to help the, in the healing process in combination with everything else that you're trying to do. Gotcha. Um, You're blowing my mind right now. I know. I'm like, I'm like, trying to make sure so I stay good. focused. <laughs> this is like, I'm just like uh, speechless. I love this. It's this ama- so I mean, needed. Jessica, I wish I knew these things too. And I have always had yeah. a passion for health and nutrition. Even when I was drinking, I was obsessed with like, constantly learning about different things, mainly because I felt like crap all the time, not just from my drinking, but because I was struggling with the Hashimoto's disease unknowingly. So I was constantly like trying to figure out like why I was feeling that way. So I was always reading on health and nutrition and not recognizing that I was like contributing to my problem with drinking. I don't know how I never put those together. But then once I got into um, sobriety, you know, like I shared when we talked before, it was like, I want to know more. Like, why am I not feeling this pink cloud yet? And it just took Mm. me on this whole other exploration and discovering all of this. And I'm like, are you serious? This is amazing. And everybody needs to know this. Yeah. And so that's why I've like set out on this mission to like, I want to tell the world, I want everybody in sobriety to know, I want everybody who's drinking alcohol to know what it's doing to them. Yeah. And I just want to keep sharing my knowledge. It's so much more severe. I think people don't realize like that the actual extended damage that it's doing to your body besides, you know, the hangovers, besides, you know, the aging, you know, besides, you know, mentally feeling foggy or, or not, or not feeling like on the top of your game. Like this is actually causing some serious deficiencies and, and issues within your body. Yeah. yeah that can go long-term and turn into more serious problems if left untreated. You know, these ailments that we struggle with can turn into much more serious things like um, cirrhosis or fatty liver disease. And that's when it becomes more dangerous. So it's just really important to get ahead of it. Um, And to add on to to the nutritional supplements to, um, because I wanted to share some that I think are really beneficial, but Before doing so, what I always suggest to anybody that works with me is to go to your general physician, let them know that you've quit drinking alcohol and you want um, a general um, workup and you want labs done to see where you are lacking. And then you can really get a good idea of where exactly you're malnourished. Because like I said at the beginning, everybody, everybody's different. Everybody's unique. We are all bio individuals. So what 
some one person might be lacking, another person might not, and you can actually cause more harm in some cases taking nutritional supplements that you don't need. And right. especially if you're taking more of what you need that aren't water soluble, and Oof. it could cause more damage than good, it can actually be, be dangerous. So I think it's really important that before you even start taking any supplements, go get an idea of what you're working with, and then yeah. go from there. So I have a question, how long, like, because, you know, we have a different, we have a kind of broad spectrum of, you know, sobriety and sober curious individuals. How long should you be sober before you get, you get like blood work done? Like how, how long do you think you should give your body? Oh, no, I suggest doing it right away. Let your doctor know. Okay, cool. I think that's a great, because as as soon as you decide to quit, you really should talk to your doctor. And I actually accidentally did this. I went <laughs> to my doctor. I went to my doctor for something else, a neck issue. Yeah. And it turned into an over three hour long appointment because they were like doing this whole workup and they were asking me about my drinking and how much I would drink. And I told them, well, you know, and I actually even lied about it. Then I said like way less than what it normally, what it actually was. And I told them like, Oh, I'm trying to quit. Cause it was very, it was like at very early on in my sobriety that I went in for this neck problem Mm -hmm. and the, the doctor left. It was like a, um, when you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. Was a practicing physician. Mm -hmm. He left and went and got the actual doctor. That doctor came in and said, we're going to introduce you to our addiction specialist. We think that you have a problem. And they, oh my God, it was, I was so uncomfortable. I was crying. It was the first time that I like really admitted that I had a problem and that it was really kind of um, real to me. And so then I ended up talking to this addiction specialist, but it was the best thing I could have done because it helped give me the support that I needed for this aspect of recovery that gets so neglected. So uh, yeah, I think you should do it right away. And then you, you continually regularly go back and check in with them monthly to see how you're doing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. And 
I know a lot of people too are still on unemployment. And if you don't have health insurance, there are at home tests that you can do. Okay. Um, you know, the ones that you can, I don't have any, uh, recommendations as far as brands or who to go through right now. Okay. Um, and, but they are, they can be costly. Whereas if you do have health insurance, it, it should be covered to run these labs. But for those who don't, and if you can come up with the money, I suggest doing the at home one too, at the very least to give you, give yourself a better idea of right. where you're malnourished. Yeah, definitely. And like you said, we don't want to be like overdoing it and causing mm-hmm. more harm, harm than good, you know, cause supplements aren't just, you know, these, these little like kind of things that, that should be taken lightly. These are, mm-hmm. you know, they pack a punch. Well, especially for the ones that are fat soluble. So there's water soluble mm. and fat soluble and the water soluble. That means that what your body doesn't need, it'll flush out right through going to the restroom fat soluble, it's going to hold on to those um, nutrients. And if you don't, if you get too much of certain ones, that's dangerous. Like you don't want to have a too much of, um, gosh, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head and I can't right now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All good. <laughs> but it's really important that you just, you don't want to do that. So um, yeah. anyways, to segue into some that I suggest that um, can be beneficial and they won't be any harmful to you is uh, multivitamin. So okay. this should be the cornerstone of your supplement plan. And you want to find one that offers a large blend of all of your essential nutrients and vitamins. And okay. um, my favorite brand right now is Thorn. It's T-H-O-R-N-E. Okay. I trust them. They're a great company. They have very high quality ingredients. They are a little bit pricey. And I think that's very important too, that you get your vitamins from a good quality source, because as you see, you can go to like the vitamin shop or Walmart and you can find some that are cheap and inexpensive, but are they going to actually be giving you what you need and are they good quality? So that's really important too. Yeah, definitely. Pay attention. Yeah. Um, So multivitamin, uh, fish oil supplements are really important. This should be a staple because- this is actually one of the few nutrients that your body, um, you can't get solely from food itself, hundred percent, Oh, but it's essential in your diet because it's going to help with heart health, digestion, skin, hair, liver function, which that's Ooh, huge yeah. in recovery, right? Oh, my but liver yeah, I mean, is shot. <laughs> well, mo- yep. A lot of ours are. And yeah. The good thing though the liver can repair itself unless it gets to the point of like cirrhosis, then unfortunately it can't. But yeah, for a, a lot of us, you can repair your liver. It's an amazing organ. Yes. Um, and so giving your body some of these supplements are going to help with that. And um, yeah, fish oil, even if you're eating a ton of fish, you're still not going to be able to get enough that your body needs a hundred percent from food. Okay. Um, zinc is also very common for those who consume alcohol. It's very common to have a zinc deficiency because this is the main nutrient that's used to break down alcohol, which then oh. leads you, yeah, which leaves you depleted of zinc so yeah. that it can be used for other functions. And there are studies that have showed linking zinc with vitamin C can also help increase alcohol detoxification. Oh, so zinc and vitamin C are going to be a powerhouse combination because then vitamin C also speeds up liver detoxification. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Gotcha. Um, and then I have a few more. I have my list here. I'm making sure I don't forget any. Um, magnesium. This oh. nutrient. Yep. This is a big yeah. one that we will continue to lose even after a person quits drinking, you'll continue to lose this nutrient. Yes. And it's considered a major reason for higher risk in cardiovascular disease associated with alcohol use disorder. Whoa. And magnesium is also really important because this is what's going to help improve your sleep. And this is another topic that I cover in my sober nutrition course is talking about our circadian rhythms and getting that back to normal because a lot of us struggle with insomnia from um, alcohol use disorder. And this is so important because when you are sleeping, that is when your body can truly do the work to heal and repair. Mm. Because, you know, think about it throughout the day, your body's having to do everything else to just function. Yeah. So when you're sleeping, that is really the only time where your body doesn't have to worry about doing anything else to get you through the day. It can completely start working on repairing everything that's going on inside. So yes. making sure that you are getting sleep is so, so, so important in recovery. Magnesium is like my jam. I love calm. <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that stuff like you just put in water. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's, it makes it a is huge difference. So, it is so calming. Like if ever you feel like stressed or like anxious, I have like a glass of calm and I'm like, okay. And we can breathe. Is that the, is it a powder that you put in water or is it those yeah. canned drinks? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a powder. Okay. There's yeah. a company out there that that's their thing. They, they have a different drink for different ailments. So if you're feeling anxious or if you're feeling kind of blue, I know. And I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, I know. It was really cool. And they have, they put these different nutrients in there. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to figure that I'm going to have to look into that and see who that was again. Yeah. It's just, I, I have the, like I, you can put in however many much you want, but um, yeah, I think it's like one teaspoon, one tablespoon. Okay. Yeah. You'll have to send me the, send me the brand for it. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's great. I love it. Um, So another important one is uh, taking a really good B complex because pretty much everybody with alcohol use disorder is deficient in at least one of the B vitamins. Okay. Um, And that's really important. That's going to help with your metabolism, nerve function, heart function, your energy, protein metabolism. And this is where, um, if you have a deficiency in that, you will feel it in psychological disorders, such as anxiety and depression. So that's another really important one. Okay. And then, um, just to wrap it up, because I do have a few more, but I can, I actually share this on my Instagram page. I did a short IGTV talking about this. So you guys can go check it out there. I, I typed it all out so you can just screenshot it too. Perfect. Um, But I suggest digestive enzymes, a good quality digestive enzyme, again, because like we were talking about earlier, Mm -hmm. alcohol prevents your body from being able to secrete and produce enough of this. And that's going to be important to helping break down our foods and early recovery, you know, everything we can do to help our body out. Mm -hmm. So um, it's not something that you want to take long term, you take it for when your body is in need of it and not well. Um, And then having a good prebiotic and probiotic is going to be really beneficial because that's going to help give a good balance of bacteria in your gut. And what we're all seeing and hearing is the correlation between your gut health and your brain health and 
your whole entire body. So being able to get that balance um, in a good place is really important. And I actually um, just partnered up with a company called Seed. And I put, yep, I posted about it today. I'm really excited to start sharing their product. I've been taking it myself for the last couple of weeks. I've been kind of dealing with some gut imbalances myself, and I have already noticed a huge difference from taking theirs. And I will be explaining more on my page, why I think their brand is awesome. Um, And I'll be over live on East coast sober squads page on Saturday, talking more about the science behind that. Awesome. I, I love, uh, probiotics that I definitely know the difference, like, especially in my mood. Yes, yes, exactly. What you're, like I said, the gut and brain health connection is huge. hundred percent. And it's not just like what we're consuming, but just everything that daily toxins around us can, you know, give that imbalance of good and healthy bacteria. So taking a daily probiotic really can make a huge difference. For sure. Um, Wow, that is so much incredibly (laughs) useful information. Thank you so much. There's so much to cover every time. And I try to keep it as simple as possible. But it's like once I start rambling, I can go in 10 different directions. You're just such a wealth of knowledge. And you make it so easy to understand. And like you want to learn more. So yeah, it's good. I'm glad. That means a lot to me that because uh, sometimes I get nervous that I'm maybe not explaining it to where it makes sense enough. But no. Um, and this is why I'm creating the sober nutrition course, because this is just a small portion, like what we've touched base on in both of these interviews. is just a small part of how much there is to learn and what you can be doing to help yourself in recovery and taking it to that next level, whether you're in early recovery or even somebody who's been in sober for months or a year and never got to that point, it's you can still um, implement these things to help make yourself feel better. Definitely. Definitely. I have a couple of questions. So I asked uh, some of our community um, because you're backed by popular demand. Obvious. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone loved the first episode. And if you haven't checked it out, go check out, uh, uh, Amber's first episode. It was great. We got to learn a little bit more about your personal story. Um, but uh, this episode now doesn't disappoint with the, the <laughs> information you're providing. But we have a couple questions from the community. So let's see here. Um, what's one nutrition rule everyone should follow? Mm. I would say get in the habit of reading nutrition labels. Um, Because like we said, trying to, you know, be perfect all the time or eating whole and organic and the expense of that can be difficult. But as long as you're being mindful of what you're consuming, and the best way of doing that is reading nutrition labels. And if you're not understanding what some of the ingredients are, then you just shouldn't eat it you should find a different option yeah so that's a can't like one it. <laughs> yeah chances like, are you shouldn't you be adjusting it yeah and I teach more about that too in the sugar detox course we get into okay. reading labels um but I would say that next to just trying to eat whole raw natural foods anything that you can grow is what you should be eating like okay. simple as that yeah what is your favorite meal? 
Ooh, I am such a big person on making like, I call I think I coined this from Rachel Ray. I think she called it this a garbage bowl where basically <laughs> you just like, you take whatever you have in your kitchen fridge and just yeah. put it in a bowl and make like your own little salad. Yeah. Um, so I change it up a lot. Like I'll do arugula or spinach or a spring mix. And then I'll throw in avocado or tomato, cucumber, radishes. I'll throw in some seeds that have a lot of benefits to it, like chia seeds, hemp mm-hmm. seeds, sesame seeds, black seed. Um, and then I'll make my own dressing. I'll do that different every day too. So like a, a combination of olive oil and vinegar with some salt and pepper, or you can throw in some coconut aminos, which gives it more of like an Asian flavor because the coconut aminos is a great replacement for soy sauce. Yeah. Um, or even just lemon on top is yes. so good. But yeah. you basically like just mix a bunch of different fruits and vegetables in a bowl and put a little bit of dressing. Oh my God. And it's some, it's different every day, every time you make it. That's my favorite meal. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Um, what is your must have kitchen utensil? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, when it comes to kitchen utensils, I, yeah. I spend way too much money. <laughs> I want every single gadget there is. Yeah. Um, I would say uh, having a big bowl. Yeah. Um, because I can't stand like trying to mix up my salads in a little bowl. That's the worst. Or, or, um, having a good blender or like, um, I I use the Nutra bullet to make smoothies and stuff. I, that's, if you have a crummy one, that's not going to chop it up good enough. That's so frustrating because I like making smoothie bowls a lot. Okay. Oof, those yeah, are so good. a big bowl and a blender, a good bullet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, mine is definitely an air fryer. Oh yes, that's a good one too. I have, I have the Ninji ad- air fryer. Yeah, I have yeah. been addicted. I just got one, and I am obsessed. It's the only way I'll eat like sweet potatoes because it takes no time. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about, I always found up like I would burn them in the oven or something. Yeah. They wouldn't cook all Same. the way through. It's just a nightmare. So yeah, I, I chuck them in the air fryer. You oh can do so God. much with those. And especially if you get the bigger ones, you can, yeah. you know, make bigger portion sizes. Those are awesome. That's a good I one. throw chicken in there. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I'm obsessed. Like air fryer all day, every day. A lot for a while there, that Instapot was really huge and popular, yeah. which I have one too, but I don't, honestly, I couldn't get into it. I didn't, no, I thought, I felt like it. it was, it was more complicated than just like using a pot on the stove. I Totally. <laughs> I'm like, totally. Yeah, I just I took way, way too much counter space. I'm like, forget it. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. But totally. the air fryer, totally worth it. <laughs> Definitely worth it. Yeah. Um, okay. One final question. How do you control your eating when you quit drinking alcohol? Meaning like if someone, I mean, I definitely overindulge in everything when I was Mm. eating Um, just because I felt like, oh, you know what? Screw it. You're not, at least you're not drinking. Exactly. (laughs) I was going to say, I think a lot of us are in that headspace. Like, you know what? Fuck it. I deserve to at least eat what's going to make me feel good right now. Cause I'm not drinking. And, yeah. you know, to a certain extent, yeah, that is true. Like if that's going to keep you from drinking and I know so many other, um, like health and nutrition coaches out there that get really frustrated when people say that, like, 
oh, it's fine if it's going to, but it really like, honestly, your mental health is more important than anything else. And like, yes, nutrition is important and it's going to help make you feel good. But when it comes down to it, if you having a piece of cake or you having that juicy burger or something, is going to make you keep you from going and drinking or doing drugs, then yeah, that's what you should do. And again, it's just being mindful and, and looking at it as, you know what, this food that I'm putting in my body, is it helping me? How is it going to help me? Is it going to mm-hmm. give me the nutrients I need right now to feel better? Because especially in early recovery, you have a lot of those symptoms going on where you have like the body aches and the headaches and you're not sleeping and the yep. withdrawal symptoms are really difficult. So if you're adding like eating fast food all the time or stuff like that, just think to yourself, is this going to help me feel better? Mm-hmm. And the answer usually is no. Then think, well, what would, what is going to actually make me feel better in the long run? And sometimes maybe it will just be having that greasy burger. Yeah. But I just think it's really important that we don't obsess too much about that. Um, yeah. Cause it can just lead to just disordered eating and just more mental health problems. So I just, don't stress too much. Don't be hard on yourself. Give yourself grace. Understand you're doing the best that you can. And you can only do so much. It's one day at a time. Just yeah. one day. Don't think too far in advance. Just tr- do what you're capable each day. And chances are, you know, maybe that first couple of weeks, you're not going to be able to muster up the energy to go cook a healthy meal. Yeah. You know, and that that's okay. Definitely. I mm-hmm. love it. Amber, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram or Facebook and also my website all under uh, Sunshine Health Recovery. Amazing. Thank you so much yet again for providing all your knowledge and your wisdom with us. I just adore you and I love what you're doing. And once again, this episode is not long enough. So stay tuned Uh, for part three. (laughs) Yeah, I was just going to say we need to continue doing this because there's so much more that we can cover and talk about. And in the meantime, yeah, come follow me at Sunshine Health Recovery. I give tips every single day. So I'm here. My DMs are always open and I'm happy to talk to anybody and help you on your journey. Amazing. How great is Amber? And seriously, this episode was not long enough once again. (laughs) As always, thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, leave your comments. We love to hear your feedback. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at A Sober Girls Guide and head over to asobergirlsguide.com. We got the blog, we have tips and tricks to help you at any stage of your journey. From Sober Girl swag to downloadable workbooks, we gotcha. Head to asobergirlsguide.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.